What is the Boba Fett finale? Tell us about the future of Star Wars. We answer that question and more this week on Only Stupid Answers. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Only Stupid Answers. This is a show where we answer your questions about movies, TV shows, comic books, Star Wars, so many gosh dang Star Wars. As always, I'm your host, DJ Woldridge, and with me, as always, is your other host, Miss Roxy Stryer. Hello, Roxy. Hello, DJ. <laughs> we, we are your hosts. Welcome to this wild ride called Only Stupid Answers. Where we talk about all the things including weird teaser trailers tweeted out by Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. We're going to get that's a, a last minute entry into today's episode. We're going to get into it. But first, um uh, as always, if you want to catch episodes like this early, if you want to watch uh, the video versions of it early without ads, ad free, uh if you want to listen to incredible uh, exclusive shows like what Roxy and I are into or the Spider-Versity show that I do with uh Sal from Comic Pop, you can do that over at Patreon dot com slash only stupid answers and i have to mention that sal and i you just started our coverage of into the spider-verse the animated movie and god fucking damn it it's so fucking good i've got to be so honest good. it's so good uh, some of these the, some of those movies because because it takes me like four hours to get through a movie because of the no, all the notes i'm taking because we try to get really into it and What's sometimes process Watch, pause, watch, pause, watch, pause. I'm, I, it's, it's evolving as I do it. What I've started to try and do is get through like a scene and then go back and like list the important things that I want to touch on in the scene. Because it, it was like, watch a little bit. Oh, I want to talk about this. And and it was so easy. Roxy, fuck, it was so easy for the Sam Raimi movies because I've watched those movies so many times that the movie could just be going and I'm just taking notes because I've seen them. Right. It wasn't until we hit Amazing that I was like, oh, this is going to take more of my focus because I don't just encyclopedia. Encyclop- I don't have this movie committed to memory. Mm-hmm. What's uh, the weirdest note you've had to write down? Oh, what's the weirdest note that I've had to write down? I, I don't, because again, there's so many. I think it was the uh, the one that sticks in my mind the most is stuff with like amazing Spider-Man. And because you're, and cause you're trying to think is, about it, I'm like, yeah. wait, and you're like, wait, what what's happening right now? Like, what, you know what I mean? Like, where, where, how is this getting here? Like, where did, why did Kirk Connors leave his lab and go to the sewer? What's happening right now? Um, it's a really, it's a really tough moment when you are taking notes on a movie and you can't figure out what's happening. Like, that's yeah, like, like, if you have are taking notes and you still don't know what's happening in a movie, that's, it's tough. That's a tough, it's tough. I'm a little worried about venom which is the next movie we're going to do because venom is a movie that when i just sit back and i let it wash over me i enjoy fine i think within the process of like really critically like looking at it and taking notes it's going to be a chore point is spider verse was such a breath of fresh air i will say and as far as the note-taking process goes a little bit challenging because so much is packed in that movie there's so many like little details and little moments and uh uh sal and i were talking about like there's no fat in that movie that it, i it a lot more note taking had to happen because like oh my god they're doing so much but it was such so good it's just so good anyway point is if you want to hear me and sal talk about that movie and just gush over it uh you can do that over patreon.com slash only stupid answers uh it, on itunes give us a five-star review please and thank you we will review that on the show literally you can write anything you want and i will read it as long as you put five stars um and then on spotify we ask a question every week and uh you can answer it there last week's question was who was your favorite alternate version of Superman? This was an honor of the episode we did with Jason Edmond. 
Sam Jacobs says, I love Sunstar from Second Coming, more so in what they represent in context of the story. Uh, Second Coming's great. It's from Mark Russell. Roxy, have I ever talked to you about um, Second Coming? No. Okay. Maybe. Here's... I don't want to say no that definitively because the tr- truth is, DJ, it would be on air and somebody would be. Somebody would be point like, it well, out. actually. And also, I, you know, I, we've probably talked about this before. Yeah, but I don't remember. Roxy and I do a lot of shows. Roxy and I do a lot of shows. Uh, and we talk about. I remember about... every word you've <laughs> ever said, DJ. And uh, unlike Roxy, I f- flush my brain. Like, I just have to for space reasons. I just flush my brain of it. Like, I don't know. Uh, I, I've I probably told Roxy well. the same story at least five times at this point. <laughs> No, I think it's my gamer brain that helps me remember it all. You See, know, it, yeah, that's why. But um, the pitch for uh, Second Coming, Roxy, is that um, uh, Jesus comes back. Uh, Jesus comes back to Earth, and God forces him to hang out with that version, that Earth's version of Superman, because that is what God wishes his son was like. <laughs> He is wishes a, he wishes Jesus comedy? was more like Superman. It is a comedy. It's like a buddy, like okay. a, like an odd couple roommate comedy. So, so it's good. So that works. Oh, it's so fucking funny. Oh, okay. And, I was thinking right now you were telling me this was like a serious. Like, no, no, no. It's okay, so fucking amazing. funny. And not only is it a great, I knew obviously with the Jesus stuff, it was going to be like a religious comment, commentary. And as somebody that grew up within the church, it's actually a really smart um, uh, commentary on on specifically um, uh, Christian religious practice, but also any 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 like uh, institutionalized religion. But also, what I didn't expect with the Sunstar element of it, it's also a pretty solid critique of like superhero comics, and that like, hey, maybe punching everything isn't the be- isn't gonna fix things. Like, just going into a room and punching everybody doesn't actually solve anything. Uh, really great, really good stuff. And then Julian Washington too says. Uh, All Might from My Hero Academia. Uh, He's just a nice, wholesome guy who just happens to be the strongest person on Earth, which is who Superman should be. I will co-sign that as well. All Might is great, and My Hero Academia is great. As somebody that doesn't see themselves as a a huge anime fan, uh, uh, My Hero Academia is a really good... Uh, way to dip your toe in and see if like especially if you're like Roxy and I and you're like fans of the superhero stuff that uses a lot of like western superhero iconography so it's easier to like plug into what the show's doing that was the most casual you've ever put it we're fans of the superhero stuff (laughs) listen it's not that it's our job to talk about these things Dude, would you call yourself a fan of the superhero stuff? I hope somebody asks it like that one day. <laughs> would you, yeah, I'd say I'm a fan of the superhero. Yeah, stuff. I'd say I'd say uh, it's become a defining aspect of my life somehow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, another thing that speaking of the Patreon and stuff like that, yeah, uh, we wanted to start something new. This this is our inaugural journey into this. This is only stupid answers. We like to answer your questions. And I wanted to see if anybody ho- at home had random questions they wanted to answer. And we got so many good responses. I'm going to be going through them over the uh, over the following weeks. But uh, I wanted to start with this one, Roxy. I think this is a good one for you and I to, to, to get into on this. From I believe you. Niren, from Naren Krishna. What fictional universe do you think would be the best to live in for the average person? I obviously think this comes from the notion that if you like, like we love the Marvel movies, but if you think about it as just a normal person on the street, it's a, it's a fucking waking nightmare. <laughs> and I think about the, a lot of times people will ask this question differently, which is why I like this one. But a lot of people will say, where would you want to live? Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't find myself to be the average person. So I'm thinking like ready player one or mm-hmm. like, you know, like there's a lot, but average person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just average person. Just where, cause, cause I think for me, 
MCU off the table immediately because everybody does it have to be superhero. I don't think it does. I think it could be Star Wars. It could be Ready Player One. But the problem, see, here's the thing with Ready Player One is you get to go in that plug in that world, but the real world is a dystopian and hellscape. Uh, so I don't know. I think for me. Because, you know, I think the the kid in you would want to say, like, oh, DC Universe. But, like, let's be realistic. You're not going to be a fucking superhero, probably, statistically. Uh, and so I, I feel think- like you're going so nerd on this. Like, shouldn't it be an island? You know, like White Lotus if you are white and rich? <laughs> if you're white like- and rich. Um <laughs> Yeah, and but then White Lotus is our world. What 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 fictional universe do you think would be the best to live in? Don't tell me that's our world. I'm not okay with that. No, there's <laughs> got to be a better option than that. Uh, oh, please God! I oh man, see now, but it is tricky, right? Because um, yes, listen, if you lived in a superhero universe, you might be snapped out of existence for five years. Yeah. But also, they don't seem to necessarily have the systemic issues that we do. <laughs> what fictional universe? Well, okay. Do we get to pick where we live? Like, if we're gonna be on, if we're Star Trek or Star Wars, like, do we get to like, like, what's what's that gambling, <laughs> what's that gambling planet everybody hates? Oh, on on Last Jedi. Uh yeah. Yeah. So Star Wars, but you live on that planet. Yeah, because like nobody's ever coming back to you. Yeah, they're not bothering you ever again. I like, think. I think here's, but I you I thank you, Roxy, because I think you 100 percent answer the question. I would. I want to live. In Star Trek future next gen, where we've kind of humanity's kind of figured its shit out, um, and everybody's kind of on the same page, and you know, listen, and we're just trying to find new worlds. That's all we're trying to do. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe it's like I feel like thinking outside of the box. It might be something more like Lion King. Um, but- <laughs> great choice, great choice, great choice. But then, if you're average. I don't know. You've got to be a king. You're going to get eaten, but listen, everybody seems pretty cool about it. Everybody seems pretty chill. Like maybe, I don't know. Maybe some Disney, some Encanto. Oh, God, you're so right. Um, uh, Moana, uh, Zootopia. um, Yes, yeah, yeah. Now we're thinking. Now we're Encanto. Oh, but see, the thing is, I don't want to just be a normal person in Encanto. I want to be one of the people with those cool room and the special powers. (laughs) Yeah, I do get that. I hear you. I hear you and I see you. I you think know, but either Star Trek or Moana. Moana's version of the, what is that, the Pacific Islands? Yeah. Sorry if yeah. I'm getting that wrong. Uh, Mo- Moana would be great too because then you could eavesdrop on some really good songs. And yes. everybody likes a mute. Like I've always wanted to live in a musical for a little bit. For everybody, yes. you're walking around just like the, the important things they have to tell you. They've got to sing them. They've got to sing them. You gotta, you gotta belt that shit out. I'm trying to think of um, other oh, universes. Well, yeah, I'm just trying to think about the about TV ones like Lost. I mean, no. that would be atrocious. But I'm just no. thinking about any. Are there any uh, Battlestar? Any no, TV? that's really bad. <laughs> And I even think like Doctor Who, like, oh, Doctor Who. But it's like, no, especially if you're hanging out with a doctor, that's basically a death sentence. You've got like three years before your your ticket gets punched. Would you want to do Game of Thrones or no? No. God, no. God, no. Fuck no. Um, well, more so than The Walking Dead, there could be some really bad ones. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think I'm going to settle on Technically, Star Trek is a TV one for the most part. I think that's I wanna, true. I think that's I wanna, true. Yeah, I think I want to settle on either either Star Trek or like... Moana. I feel like there's another 
Disney movie that I go to that I I, I could, I'm trying to think of like the Pixar movies, but like I think Star Trek or Moana. That's me. That's my call. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I I I'm going through all the Disney like you know Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Little Mermaid's <laughs> That'd be pretty cool because then like if you were an average mermaid, you're not dealing with any of that. I want to walk on the land shit, and then no. you're just like. A mermaid. You just get to be a fucking mermaid. But but see then, and that's good. The Little Mermaid time is before industrialization is good. Because after industrialization, I think mermaid not so hot. Not so, no, not so hot anymore. I mean, you you know, you do make a good point though. Like if you said, uh, when you're talking about like the specificity in the universe, if you're just a a normal Atlantean in the Aquaman universe, you're not Aquaman. You're not fucking fighting Steppenwolf. You're just, you're just an Atlantean. That could be pretty cool. That's tight. That's tight. You know, like you're probably living a dope life. Mm-hmm. You're like, go, go protect me, big, strong people. Yes. Here I am just doing my thing, doing my thing underwater. Look at me go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Playing the drums. I'm yeah, not- dude, I'm sure, I, I don't think there is a part of the MCU that hasn't been touched by terrible catastrophe. Because I was thinking like, oh, if you're like on, on, um, um, in Asgard, I'm like, well, Asgard got blown up. So I was like, okay, well, never mind. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Literally, um, the entire universe got snapped in half. So it's like, all right, well, you know. Where's that place that Loki ended up? TVA. No, no, at like that castle. At the end of the universe, yeah, yeah. that seemed like a lonely place to be. I'm, I'm kicking it there. <laughs> okay. Leave me alone right now. <laughs> Just leave me alone. So those are those are our thoughts on fictional universes. Let us know what you think of by tweeting us or whatever, commenting on this post. I don't fucking know. It was know. solid, DJ. I think we just gave some solid, solid answers. We nailed it. And I think this is something I'd like to do in the future. So if you have a random question, uh, given the Discord, or you can tweet it at me, I think let's use the hashtag random questions. So that way I know how to find it. And we'll just keep moving on. But but again, you guys sent me a bunch already, so we're going to work through some of those. But anytime you guys think of a random question you want us to answer, send it our way. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Um, let's do a little bit of news before we get in the main topic. I haven't even said what the main topic is today. The kids don't even know. They're so fucking confused. Uh, it's not like it's in the title or anything. We're talking about Star Wars. Listen, it's the finale of Boba Fett was last week. This thing was like a good time for us to be like, okay, Star Wars, where are we at? What are we doing? What's the, what's the game plan here? Um, but before we get into that, let's do a little bit of news. Um, right up top, let's do the, the breaking news. Literally right before Roxy and I recorded, Mr. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson posted a teaser for what is essentially the dc slate of 2022 um but i don't i think the only new footage we get is from black adam which i guess is why he posted we see a lot of the the justice society we get a look at dr fate and hawkman um and cyclone and adam smasher and they all look fucking cool as shit um dwayne the rock johnson of course he's, he's a living special effect he looks amazing um Roxy, what you you literally we both literally just watched this before we started recording. What are your thoughts? What we need in 2022 are heroes 
DJ. Yeah, this but thing- in the real world, I, I just side note: in the real real world, we could use some heroes. <laughs> How about just nice people? (laughs) Let's just settle for nice. Could you some people just be a little bit nicer? Can we just settle for that? I'm just down for like good people, you know, help thy neighbor. Yeah. Uh, I I think that this was a bizarre little teaser. Not bad. Yeah. But bizarre. Uh, It's your, my brain is trained unless I'm at a live event where they're like upcoming in 2022. My brain is trained to think teaser. So I kept thinking like, there was a through line here mm-hmm. and there's no through line because obviously we're seeing little bits and pieces from Batman and Aquaman and flash black Adam and yeah. the flash. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I'll get there. Mm-hmm. I'll get there. I have everything Ezra blacked out of my mind right now. I think. Uh, and so it's just kind of like these little moments, but then throughout those little moments where we're seeing characters that obviously we know like Aquaman, or mm-hmm. the Flash, or you know, the, like these big characters, or even Black Adam, because everybody knows. I'm like, is that Noah Centinella? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Hawkman. Like you're just you're seeing all this stuff, and it's like, huh? This is the way that they're introducing people, and it's it's trippy for my brain, and not bad. But I just wanted to rewatch it multiple times and freeze frame, being like, who's that? What's that? What's happening here? And at the end of the day, it's just a cute little teaser, but. It kind of was like all jumbly mumbly. And I was like, is, are they trying to tell me that this is, they're, they're like, don't forget, we have a shared universe. <laughs> but it's weird because the Batman's part of that trailer. And as far as we know, he's not part of that. Yeah, but he's, he's special, DJ. He is special. That is true. I, also, I just, side note, uh, Twitter started this thing. It, it might be, it's new for me. I might not be new for other people where just like random shit will show up in my timeline. Not people I follow, just like random, like, Hey, you might be interested in this. And so I've been getting a lot of Batman shit. And there's this, it was this one gif of, I guess in the, one of the trailers, Batman puts on like a wingsuit and because it's a gif and it's repeating, it's just Batman pressing a button and this like wingsuit just like appears over his body. And it's like, the more I watched the gif, the more confused I got about the logistics of how this wingsuit was happening, which is only a problem because this Batman movie seems like it's really pitching itself as like, this is a grounded, grounded gritty, yeah. realistic take. And it's just like like little straps appear out of nowhere and like buckle up on them. And it's like, wait, what? what is happening? So it'll be interesting. I'll be interested Technology, to see how I feel. Technology, nanotech. Sure, I guess. I and, and maybe within the context of the movie, I'll be like way on board. Seeing it in gift form definitely was not the ideal version uh, for my brain to accept what it was seeing. But anyway. Uh, what and, about this excited you, DJ? Anything? Uh, all the Black Adam stuff. I, I liked, I thought the, the Justice Society looked really cool. I liked, um, uh, I, it does look like we're edging really hard on Black Adam, you know, being an anti-hero. The Rock has described him as like, this version's an anti-hero. And like in the comics, it's like, yeah, sort of, but mostly like a villain, like like a more of a sympathetic villain than like a anti-hero. This is very much, the stuff we see from Black Adam is like his heroic journey. What I do like about that is it, is it positions him in a more complex place than say a Superman or a Batman, where he's starting mm-hmm. off in a more villainous area and then becoming more good. So that arc could be interesting. I do wonder if... 
this Justice Society might be a way for them to test the waters of maybe doing something different than Justice League. Um, do you, what do you think about the just? The, first off, the Justice every all the Justice Society characters look really really cool uh, in this trailer, but it does make me wonder like, is this like a kind of a backdoor pilot to be like, hey, forget the Justice League, here's the Justice Society. I don't know, DJ, I, and I don't know that they know the answer to that. You know, yeah. I I feel like DC. The motto of DC, throw spaghetti at the wall, see what sticks right now. <laughs> like that is, we, they're really as crazy as this is to say, because, you know, we're seven years into the movies from, for DC. Right? When God was Man of Steel? It was 2014, yeah, 20, right? I think it was 2013. Okay. Wow. So, you know, nine years. Like in nine there? years. Yeah. Um, We are at square one. Yeah. 2013. God damn we, we're at square one. You know where we are, we are the we are back to square one. That's really where they are, and I don't mean that in a, in a bad way necessarily. It's an exciting place to be, but like I really feel like they, even though we're we've been with these people for almost a decade, this is like, does this work? <laughs> you know, think about think about where we were at this point in Marvel nine years deep. Yeah, it's God just damn it. I mean, we are we were almost done. We we were approaching Endgame. <laughs> yeah, yeah because that was 11 years it's in right wasn't something infinity like that like 10 or 11 yeah no yeah i think yeah. you're right i think infinity wars was like the quote-unquote 10-year anniversary and yeah. then so endgame was 11 years in fuck me you know, so god damn it's, it's just a very different timeline you know and and i do feel like it, I, maybe not square one maybe square one half because one and one half because yes we we've had a couple wonder womans and yeah. the first one was successful in aquaman you know we we're, we have some building blocks but I really feel like they're, they do, they're putting feelers out all the time to be like, do you like these characters together? <laughs> you know, like, and just seeing the reaction. And maybe they, maybe they're not, maybe they don't give a flying fuck about our reaction. And I'm just hoping that they do, but. Yeah. It, it is so funny how unsure they seem about all of this stuff. Even it makes me think about like. This this instinct of like, okay, so they did the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern and it didn't do well. So it's like, well, I guess we're not doing another Green Lantern for another decade. And it's like, well, calm, calm down on that. Like, I don't know if that's what it's saying with Justice League. Well, Justice League didn't work out. So now we're going to just uh, burn our bridges. And it's like, I don't, it, I, I don't know. Just fucking chill out, dude. Just, just I don't, yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah. pump out a Flash movie and a couple Aquaman movies and we'll see how it goes. Anyway, um, We'll see. I'm excited for Black Adam again. On a, as when I think about the DC shared cinematic universe, I don't like thinking about that. When I think about individual projects, excited. Aquaman two, stoked for it. Flash, interested. We'll see. Got some concerns. We'll I see. Qualifier to that. Yeah, Black Adam, excited. The Batman, excited. Uh, you know what I mean? When I but I, when I think about them connected, I'm like, well, I don't. I don't like that. <laughs> Well, it just draws up a lot of questions. Like, first of all, how? Mm-hmm. Second of all, why? Yeah. <laughs> so those would be the two main ones. And then, and then and the third again, one would be who? And we don't and we don't know about this. But like, when I was so excited with Michael Keaton being in there, and now when I hear his voice, my brain thinks like, "Wow, this is their Batman moving forward." What a genuinely bizarre decision. And yeah. we don't. That might not be the case, but all signs are pointing to that being the case. But it's like, what a fucking bonkers ass ass backward decision why would but why? that feels like a throwing spaghetti to see what's like that so, feels like you're so right you're so right and you're like mm, god this? damn it 
Just pay, just pay Ben Affleck to sh- listen. Have your Robert Pattinson Batman movie and just sh- sh- tell Ben Affleck, listen, you don't even need to get in costume. We're just going to pay you a million dollars to show up in the Batcave, give some people some advice, and then so you that's your you're that Batman. And for standalone Batman movies, it's it's our Pats, and we're just yeah. moving on. It, it's kind of unbelievable how much we haven't been able to make that decision. It's wild, and also I also love when people are like, well, the commentary online seems to be like Justice League made us lose Batfleck. It's like, do you guys not remember the sad, sad Affleck memes from Batman v Superman? That process started almost immediately. Yeah, that was so sad. The thing that I more so than Batman, though, more so than Ben Affleck, the one thing that I just cannot understand, I just don't get it. As from a business perspective, a financial perspective, which I guess is a business perspective, a creative perspective, like a fan perspective. I don't understand the lack of phone call to Henry Cavill. This is just like, it's insane. It's insane because even when, when Man of Steel came out, when we started doing DC movie news, it was the only movie we had to talk about for four years. Mm -hmm. It was the only thing we could talk about. So we talked about Man of Steel to the death. And I do not like that movie, (laughs) but it is undeniable that people want a man of steel too and people want to see henry cavill as superman like it's just it it, i don't i'm i'm so confused on why and and henry cavill for years the suit's still in my closet Mm -hmm. like unless he's just saying that to the public and behind doors he's like i'm not fucking doing this i'm just i'm baffled i'm baffled by these decisions where it's just like the one decision that every person you would think agrees on is that maybe that's why they don't want him back maybe because he stole the suit and they're like you need to return that suit and then we'll let you be superman a million dollar suit (laughs) yeah we need it back um i I, yeah and especially since like you just mentioned that that you're not the biggest fan of man of steel it's not my favorite of the dc movies as well but also uh, we got two bad Thor movies and then a really good one. So, and the, I mean, part of that was because the Chris Hemsworth casting was good. The Henry Cavill casting is good. So let's just try again. Let's try again. <laughs> just try, just try again. You have a Superman who wants to play Superman, who looks like Superman. He talks like Superman. He walks like Superman. Yeah. People love the character Superman. And you guys are doing things like, should we connect these mm-hmm. like what about you make a man of steel too it's so confusing yeah just I, anyway anyway it's been nine years dj <laughs> oh what a wild world we live in so we're, we're running a little tight on time but before we go to our ad and before we start talking about star wars I wanted to talk to you because roxy you're my go-to person on this I wanted to talk to you about oscar nominations we got them this week uh did you get a chance to look at them I, I did. It's kind of disturbing how few of these movies I saw this year. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah, it is. It's weird. It's just a weird, like... It's a weird year. We've been in a panini. Yeah, we've been, it's, it's weird. This I, past three years has been a weird year. <laughs> and there was, like, bizarre storylines around all these. Like, to be 100% honest with you, uh, of all, all the movies that are nominated for Best Picture, I, I saw two of them. Mm-hmm. That's crazy for me. And yeah. by the time the Oscars come, I think I'll probably have seen six of them. Yeah. So just looking at the Best Picture, we've got Belfast, which I probably will not see. Coda, Don't Look it Up. It costs $20 right now. Mm, oh, shit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, don't Look Up, which I'm not uh, – I haven't watched it. I'm not excited to watch Drive My Car. Either. Which which I'm interested in checking out. Dune, of course, which we we've discussed and we've seen. Uh, King Richard, I know you've seen. Licorice yeah. Pizza, which is I saw a movie I will probably check out when it's streaming somewhere. Um, 
uh, Nightmare Alley, which I thought was really good. I don't know if it's best picture good, but it's really good. Um, Power of the Dog, which was not my favorite, but sure, I get it. And and West Side Story um, also okay, makes so sense. Okay, so I've seen three. I've seen three of these. It's bizarre. I I hear that Coda is amazing. I want to yeah. watch that one. And that's, I think, streaming for free on Amazon. So yeah. I, I definitely want to go check that one out. Licorice Pizza had that really bizarre um, – store uh after it came out there was like huge backlash i don't know if you heard about all of this i see the- people's like reaction like just just this week somebody was like they've uh for a movie nominated for best picture promotes pedophilia and it's like well uh, I, I so it took me a second I'm like what are you talking about and then i was like oh it's licorice pizza and i'm like so that's not even what I'm talking. I feel about. like that might be overblown. About. Like I, I understand what you're reacting to, but I feel like you might be overreacting. But again, I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know. I haven't seen the movie either, and that's not even what I was talking about. I was talking about how um, people said that it was like, like my Asian friends said that they thought the movie was very racist. Oh shit! I don't know because uh, again, I, I have not seen it. I haven't seen the movie, so yeah. but my my uh, I have two Asian friends who both separately saw the movie and were like, this is fucked up. Why aren't people talking about this? This movie is racist. I don't even know what they're referring to. Yeah. But- cause, cause all I know is I saw the trailer and I, it, the trailer I found confusing. I'm like, what, is, what is this movie about? And I just haven't, I like PT Anderson. He, he has like, I punch drunk love is one of my favorite movies. I watch it pretty regularly, but like, I haven't seen phantom thread. You know what I mean? Like it's, I, it's- I love PTA. I, cannot stand fandom thread i die on this hill yeah it is the most pretentious movie i have ever seen it is so pretentious yeah so it's so, like it, it's same with look so it's, it's the same with licorice pizzas like i've liked some of your movie bookie nights i like bookie nights but it's like i'm not i'm sorry guy i'm not gonna like like just this weekend steven soderbergh uh dropped a new new movie kimmy cannot wait to watch it i didn't have a chance to watch it before the show but i cannot wait to watch it pt anderson i'm like cool i'll check that out eventually <laughs> I'm really looking forward to watching a couple of movies on this list. I still haven't seen West Side Story, which I can't believe I haven't seen. It was like one of my most anticipated. It just didn't work. I really want to see that. I really want to see Coda. And I've heard amazing things about Drive My Car. So those are all things. Three hours. So it's going to take me a minute to carve out time for that bad boy. (laughs) Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. But of the things that I've seen on here, I feel like. It's a bizarre year that Dune's nominated. That's so fascinating to me. I'm not surprised that Dune is nominated because of how seriously that movie takes itself. I am surprised, even though I'm on record as not being as big a fan of Dune as everybody else's. It is surprising that Denis Villeneuve did not get nominated for directing. That I would have thought if it was one or the other, I would have thought he was nominated. Directing, yeah. So, yeah, that was kind of strange. And then I did not like The Power of the Dog. I, I think that that is the phantom thread of this season it's so it's very pretentious i mean i get why it's not it's well made and like you said great performances it's not for me like you said because it, it, it for dj uh people for? that really want serious movies that are dramas with a capital d that's a but very and papa watched this they are western fans they love a serious drama yeah and I, similar to most people i saw afterwards they had they were like what happened at the end no, and I, I don't know about you, but I did some googling afterwards. I was like, "What was?" That? You know, I didn't have any trouble with that. I actually, my issue with the end is the movie takes itself so seriously and is so grounded. And I think the the machinations that result in the end are a little bit too heightened for the tone. Like, I feel like it's yeah. like, oh, maybe have a little bit more. Can- if you're going to do this, uh, maybe have a little bit more. 
I don't know. Anyway, I, it, it was it wasn't for me. Um, uh, I will. I, it's not that like there's a bunch of movies that I think should have been here instead. The, the main one that people have been talking about is Tick Tick Boom that people really wanted to see nominated for Best Picture. I'd which say I tick, love tick, that movie. Boom. I'd say Pig. I'd say Red Rocket. I'd say um, 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 Green Knight. Baffling Green Knight's not nominated for anything. That was, um, I feel like so many people hated that movie. Though. Really? It's so good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I, I think that. For for me, I'm with you on Pig, for sure. I think Encanto should have been nominated for Best Picture, also. Oh, agreed. Uh, Is it Best Animated? It probably. It has to be. It's a Disney movie, um, but yeah, Best Picture, 100. I also just looking at Best Actor. I'm sh- genuinely shocked that uh, fucking Nicholas Cage isn't on here for Pig. Are you fucking kidding me? What are we doing? <laughs> and uh, maybe maybe in the Heights. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. So those are some that I would have thrown in there, but I haven't seen enough of these to know which ones I would kick out. Um, so I do want to mention, I just recently watched The Eyes of Tammy Faye and Jessica Chastain is, is nominated for Best Actress. Eyes of Tammy Faye is fine. It's good. Her performance in it is really good. So I am Where glad to see Where is it? Her. What is it? It's, it's, uh, it's about um, Tammy Faye Baker, who was um, the wife of a famous televangelist. Um, and so it is about the rise of Paul a fall of her and her spouse's huge, like yeah, uh, incomprehensibly huge Christian televangelist network. Um, but Jessica, Jessica Chastain in that movie is really excellent. Um, Andrew Garfield's in that as well. Uh, and he's really good, but, but I'm glad to see her here. Cause her, her, it's, you know, sometimes you watch a movie and you're like, the movie's fine, but the reason you watch it is for this performance. It's one of those movies. Like this movie exists for that performance almost entirely. Um, I guess that's it. I think I, th- I said all of all the stuff I wanted to say about that. Just like fucking pig was good, and so was Green Knight. Yeah, but that's not the kind of movie I feel like that gets nominated. You're right, Roxy. You're one hundred percent right. <laughs> Let me. Although they, it is what's crazy about that is they both are like, so like celebrity have celebrities. Yeah, they're not like tiny little indies. Yeah. Hold on, I'm just trying to because normally I find where 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 what are we doing over here? Website. Here we go. I tend to find nope, not this year. I tend to find that uh I feel the movies I enjoy best represented in the screenplay categories. Um, but this year it's like best adapted as Coda, Drive My Car, Dune, Lost Daughter, and Power of the Dog, and best original screenplay is Belfast, Don't Look Up, God damn it. Uh King Richard, Licorice Pizza, and Worst Person in the World. So I guess I guess I'm kind of in the cold on this one. And I, I don't know if you saw this, uh, Roxy, but there's been headlights going around about Joe Rogan pointing out, like, hey, maybe people just don't give a shit about the Oscars anymore. And it's like, Oh yeah, you're, you're probably right. Those are not the Joe Rogan headlines. Not Joe I Rogan, think. Seth Rogan. I, okay. I misspoke. I'm sorry. I was like, I am seeing very different Joe Rogan. No, 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 not. That's probably why I did. I flubbed that up because uh, I don't know if you saw what Joe Rogan's been saying. I was like, how is this going to tie in right now? God damn it, Joe Rogan! Fuck. Certainly did see what he was saying. Yeah, yeah, Seth Rogan, Mr. Seth Rogan. Um, Yeah, he he was a different, completely different Rogan. Well, that's a bummer for. It's a bummer for Seth. (laughs) That's a bummer. Um, so, uh, let's go on a quick ad break and then we'll be back to talk about, gosh dang it, we're going to be talking about Star Wars. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh my goodness, we are back, and we're here to talk about Star Wars. If you want to know Roxy and I's our specific breakdown of the uh, Book of Boba Fett finale, you can check that out on Patreon, um, where we do what we're into every week. We talk about Peacemaker, we talk about Boba Fett, um, I'm going to be talking about uh, the Tragedy of Macbeth and a bunch of other cool stuff, so check that out on Patreon. Um, but leaving Boba Fett, we've now left the Book of Boba Fett, at least the most recent chapter. Where... Where do you feel like we are with the Star Wars? How do you feel about Star Wars right now, Roxy? I feel one day at a time about it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, and I know that's not the conversation because it's looking into the future, but every episode I see of every show and every movie, I'm just like, I kind of take it as the blessing it is, which is as a kid who grew up really loving Star Wars. Yeah. But I call myself a casual fan because I don't know... Some of the planets. I don't know some of the characters. I watched these movies as a child, child. You mm-hmm. know, like these. This is what I watched with my brother. Yeah, I, I saw the original Star Wars trilogy every year for years. You know, this was like so fun to watch. We loved it, and so that kid is like, I'm gonna take whatever Star Wars I could get. That's the kid who then loved the prequels. Yeah. And then I loved the sequels. Mm-hmm. There's never been a, a Star Wars movie that I was like, no, fuck that film. Fuck Solo? Because I, I know Solo's I divisive. I don't love Solo, but yeah. I don't feel fuck that film. And remember, I'm the only person on the planet who likes that moment where he explains how he got his name. I was like, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I, I don't dislike Solo like a lot of people. I don't like that moment. <laughs> I love that moment. Loved it. You know, so I, I am a, I'm a fan of Star Wars. And so... Now we're living in a time in which I have Star Wars TV shows. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, DJ, but I'm also a massive TV fan. Mm-hmm. Die hard. So that's so cool for me. And I'm not a big animated person. So I have live action Star Wars shows yeah. to watch. And I've got them for the indefinite future. There's a lot of them coming. So mm-hmm. it's, so I'm feeling like I'm very lucky. We're living in a time where we're very lucky to be nerds and to be fans of this. And sometimes what that means is them making choices that might not be the choices I would make. Yeah. And that's okay. And I'm, I'm glad there's enough content that those, the original trilogy hasn't been taken from anybody. For the most part, we still, we still haven't, I I still don't think we've re-released the original ver the, 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 the George Lucas re-edits. So in a way, the original trilogy kind of has been taken away from people, but we'll. (laughs) I hear you. I hear you. I just mean the memories have not been yeah, taken away. Very you know? true. Like, very true. This is just it's a and so and I love I love Mandalorian yeah. and I really like a lot of Boba Fett. Yeah. So I'm feeling good. I'm I'm feeling like all right. You throw it out there. I'm a, I'm a catch it. I feel like it is interesting that I feel like. I think it says something about the Star Wars fan base that both you and I feel the need to qualify our fan. I know. Like you you say like I'm a ca- I'm a casual fan and I I would say. I'm not a fan, which is weird because it's like 
I've read a lot of the books. I've watched a lot you're, of. You the think sh- you're not a Star Wars fan, DJ? That's I, a sentence you would say. I, well, yeah, because I think every time, every time Star Star Wars does something that interests me, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. The fan base is like, no, that's not Star Wars. And I was like, well, I guess if that's not Star Wars and that's the stuff I like, then I guess I don't like Star Wars. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, and again, so it's it's a reaction to the fan base. It's like fan base is like, this is what Star Wars is, and I'm like, but this is, but what about what Star Wars? could be you know what i mean like what about the the potential there like the 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 um so that's weird so it's like i know who cad bane is i have what i watched all the bad batch i've watched a chunk of the animated shows i've seen all the movies you know what i mean and yet i wouldn't be like i i would hesitate to qualify myself as a star wars fan because i like the fucking goofy multicolored motorbikes in boba fett i liked most of boba fett uh um I like the parts of Boba Fett everybody else didn't seem to like. Uh, so I, it's just it's just an interesting it's just an interesting fan base. It's an interesting um, uh, and, and, I, and I kind of feel like maybe that type of fandom is what's keeping Star Wars from being able to grow conceptually. But we're gonna I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's look ahead. At what we're getting from Star Wars. I know, Roxy, you just said one day at a time, but guess what? That's not what we're doing today. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, So on the movie front, this is wild. Roxy, when I was putting this together, this is wild to me. There's literally only one movie on the horizon, and that is Rogue Squadron. Near as I can tell from my research, it is still on the table. It uh, Production did get delayed because of everything else Patty Jenkins has going on. And I know the in the past recent Star Wars history, delayed uh, eventually means death. But... Um, we so with the, we should still be getting a road squadron from Patty Jenkins. I don't think it's moved from its 2023 release date as of yet, but we'll see. That's it. That's all. That's the only movie on the horizon. Rogue Squadron, and that's, that's a maybe. Bizarre. That's bizarre. So I don't know. Shows buckle in. Here are the shows. We've got Obi Wan Kenobi coming in a couple months. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that's from Deborah Chow. She's she's the quote unquote showrunner. Although I think like the Marvel shows. Showrunner is a weird. It's not like in the traditional show sense. There's they're fundamentally the director of the show, uh, and each show is treated like a six-hour movie or whatever. You think though, because because who do you feel like had more say in this most recent one? That is trickier because, as far as I knew, the quote-unquote showrunner was Robert Rodriguez, but John Favreau wrote right. every episode. Uh, and right, Dave Filoni's fingerprints all over all over the thing. That's exactly what I mean. It, yeah. When I asked who had more, I'm talking about Rodriguez or, or Favreau, and yeah. it's like it, it, one is. I, I don't know. I don't know that anybody has any showrunner who is not Filoni or Favreau is going to have all of the say in a Star Wars project. Yeah, I think I I do think you're right. That and we'll get into these in some of these shows. If Filoni and Favreau's name are on it. They're kind of the ones running the thing. So I, I am interested in Obi-Wan since it is Deborah Chow. She directed a few episodes of Mandalorian. I'm wondering if because Filoni and Favreau are busy with Mandalorian and Boba Fett and Ahsoka, that maybe she she can kind of do her own thing. You know what I mean? Um, I am very. I don't ch- think that they get busy with things in that way. I it mean, it seems to me like they're like. Uh, based on hands yes based on the scripts that the the writing and boba fett i am inclined to agree with you roxy i don't know that there was a i don't know that it took up a lot of john favreau's time (laughs) i feel like he went back to his old 13 year old his fan journal from when he was a 13 year old and he's like just do this um i was going to point out a specific moment i don't want to spoil it there is one moment 
I had mixed feelings on the finale. There is one moment that I'm like, oh, like my inner child was fully engaged. And I'm like, oh, fuck, this is so fucking cool. I don't give a shit about anything else that happens in this episode. This is so fucking cool. Um, anyway, we're not, we'll t- again talk about it. I wonder Patreon. what moment you're talking about. I think I know, but I'm not I think sure. you, I think you do know, Roxy. Okay. Uh, but we'll see. We'll get into it. Um, this is another one. I, I'm very curious about Obi Wan in this next one, Andor, uh, from Cassian Andor from Rogue One. That's theoretically supposed to be coming out this year, too. Uh, it's reported already confirmed for a season two, and Tony Gilroy is the one responsible for that show. And for those that may not remember, um, he was the one that was brought in to kind of, quote-unquote, fix Rogue One. Uh, he did the reshoots. It was it was kind of, a, it, based on reports, it was kind of a um, similar situation to Justice League, except without nearly the monumental backlash. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I have literally zero, I don't, I have no idea what to expect from Andor. People seem to be so excited when that was announced. Yeah. I feel like that got like some of the most buzz of any of the announcements about the Star Wars stuff. I just don't feel like I know enough at all to, to know, but I'm not not into it. Yeah. Well, and especially that was one of the first ones. And now we've had a Boba Fett show and an Obi-Wan show. And I think right. maybe it's getting drowned out by like characters with a little bit more of a track record a little bit yeah, more because if you're, if you're like me where like you're a I, I, at the end of the day i'm a I, i'm gonna call it this dj i'm a skywalker slut mm-hmm. like i'm a i'm a i'm a whore for the for the original character you know if you tell me that you're doing something with one of my main people which is han and luke and leia and darth Vader and you know like that those are my characters so as much as people are like do we have to do Skywalker storylines all the time like can we get off Cassian Andor (laughs) whatever like they uh no uh, what what's the what's the uh what's the fucking name of uh the uh Tatooine can we get off (laughs) Tatooine ever like I'm like the opposite of that Mm -hmm. I'm like CG all of them I want to just see them (laughs) all the time but because of that to me, the thing by far and away I've been the most excited about is Obi-Wan. I am like just so incredibly stoked for Obi-Wan. It's crazy. Yeah. And as you know, I am a massive Hayden Christensen fan mm-hmm. and have been repping that forever too. So it's just like the things I care. Cassie and Andor isn't the, or Andor, the series is not the one that I'm going to like sink my teeth into in terms of like, this is the thing that I'm so excited for me. I'm like, oh. <gasps> Obi-Wan. The trick the is, though, I'm, I'm on the same page with you, but the, but the interesting thing about Andor is that does then does give it the best chance to surprise. Like, Definitely. I, you know what I mean? Like, because it doesn't have that expectation. Like, I'm going into Andor with zero expectations, so I actually might really dig it because I don't know. I don't know totally. what to expect. It's the exact opposite of what happened to me with Hawkeye and WandaVision, where yeah. Wanda's my favorite character. I was, I was one of the only people I know who's disappointed by that show. Yeah. Hawkeye I didn't give two shits about. I was really excited. That show was very good. Yeah. Yeah. And so it can surprise you, but you bringing up the Skywalker stuff uh, leads me to a question from the discord. Leonard Kim, I'm almost certainly uh, a lonely Island on this, but would you be interested in more content from the sequel trilogy, perhaps explore Ray Poe Finn, etc. I'm thoroughly enjoying Mando and Boba and look forward to Obi-Wan and Andor, but I've got zero attachment to, uh, to any of them. Uh, and just a follow-up from Ellie B, who followed up to the account, con- that comment, said, uh, more Poe content because he is sexy. I and agree. I, I, I also agree. I also agree. They're all, all three of them are very sexy people. The, 
this the backlash, I guess is the word, mm-hmm. around the the lack of storyline for anybody who's not white in Star Wars um, and like what took place afterwards, especially with John Boyega being as vocal and um, stating things that need to be stated as he did. And yeah. same thing with um, uh, Rose, what is, what is her? Uh, 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 the character is Rose Tycho. The actress's yeah, name blanking. is, gosh dang it, why am I blanking? Why, wow, both of us, that's yeah. so crazy. Um, uh, I'm, I'm bringing it up right now. Well, uh, you know what I'm talking about, yes. though, with with the, the the extreme hate that she got, which was fucking disgusting. Yep. And then with what happened with John Boyega's character and him talk being so vocal about it. I don't know a world in which I don't know how we do that. I don't know how I I would be super excited to see more about these characters. Kelly Marie Tran. Kelly Marie Tran. Thank you. I can't believe I couldn't remember that. Yeah, it's just one of those that like it, our brain short circuited. The second Rose Tycho was in there, it's like, oh, and the other, I know, I was like, Rose, yeah. and then I was like, that's not yep. her name. That is a, just everything that happened. Um, it would be Disney would have to be self aware enough to uh, like be writing a love letter, an apology letter, while giving them the space to have real characters. And I don't yeah. know that's something that they're going to do or would be willing to do. I think that's an incredibly excellent point. To, to directly respond to Leonard's question, I don't think you are a Lonely Island because I 100% would like to see more of those characters. I didn't love the sequel trilogy, but I think those actors are great and I think there's a lot of potential in those characters. Um, uh, like you mentioned, Roxy, specifically like Finn and Rose. And But I think you're right, Roxy, in that to make that work, Disney, the giant conglomerate corporation would need to learn how to function like a human being like they would need to they would need to be able to respond to it on a human level and i think this dives into something that that star wars i think is struggling with is that kind of human aspect like i feel like the avatar for that is the fact is is the kind of like the deep fake Luke that they're not even bringing Mark Hamill back to do the voice. They're doing some sort of weird AI conglomeration of things he said from previous movies um, uh, that has this inhuman quality. And it's like, that's kind of like Disney star Wars is missing kind of that human, that humanity to it. Um, Because I think that's, I, I, and I, but I wish they would do that. I wish they would go to jump away and be like, okay, we love Finn. We want we want to make this right. What do we? What would you like to see with the character? What can we do on your end? And look at look at filmmakers that might be able to do that. Like do a Finn show. Like do invest in. I know we're like really banking on this like post Return of the Jedi pre Force Awakens era, but but don't wait don't wait till all those actors are too old to do what you're doing with Luke. You know what I mean? Like fucking invest. Like that's that's a that's a there's a lot of potential in there and again can't stress this enough we already established grogu takes a fucking lifetime to age grogu yeah. could be your preteen grogu could be your bridge into from mandalorian to finn and grogu going on a fucking adventure together i don't give a shit but like don't don't yeah. abandon these characters don't abandon these actors don't don't and, but i think it goes back to what we were talking about with dc and their inability to like process like oh people didn't like justice league so uh, people made a bad tweet about Justice League and we don't know what to fucking do. It's like, fucking stop. Think about it like a, as a person instead of this big corporation. 
And who gives a shit what the fucking trolls say? Make your shit. If you make a good Finn movie, people are going to shit on it. But who gives a fuck if you're yeah. getting the fucking money? It's not like the fucking Star Wars movies, lo- those sequel trilogies lost them lost fucking money. money. Yeah. yeah, totally. And that's why it is weird. I, I also think, and I think I heard him say this, in order for John Boyega to want to do that, it, so many of the stars would have to align. Like they would have to be humans and they would have to say, what do you think about this, John? Yeah. And they would have to bring in a creative team that didn't just consist of white people yeah. and people who wanted to tell the same stories that have been being told. So I just don't see while I'm with Leonard on, um, I would love to see that. I just can't picture Disney doing a decent job at that. I feel like what they would do is just kind of more of the same, but maybe, maybe they're changing and not changing because they have a soul, but changing because it's good for business. Yeah. You know, like actually making your actors proud of the characters that they're playing and giving them really powerful storylines is good for business. And I think there's a lot of merit in saying like, okay, so we're going to do an Obi-Wan that's for the OG fans and we're going to do a Boba Fett OG fans. And then we're going to do a Finn show, and that's we might get some backlash, but that's going to allow us to gently push this franchise forward. Maybe introduce new ideas, and, yeah. and it, like because it's not just about people always like oh tattooing and stuff like that. It's not just about like planets or like spaceships. It's right. ideas. It's concepts. It's like I keep waiting for. We've had nine movies now. I keep waiting for the movies to like actually like dive into what the force means conceptually. What are yeah. what are the belief systems behind the force other than I push rocks with my mind and there's a good side and a bad side. Like we're nine movies deep. At this point, there's gotta be some more complex ideas than that. You know what I mean? I think that's why you and I actually really uh, liked part of uh, part of the, the uh, what, what the fuck's the show we're watching Boba right now? Fett. Boba Fett <laughs> show. Because on Tatooine, like what we're finally starting to learn, how does this operate? Yeah. How do Tuscans even survive out here? (laughs) Yes. Like how does this work? Uh, I was really interested in that stuff. I like, I like to take, especially for TV when you have multiple episodes, I like to figure out where I am and how it happens. Yeah. That's cool to me. That works really well for me. You know, it's the same reason why a lot of people thought that Dune should be a TV show instead of a movie because like, I have questions. Yeah, and yeah, there's a lot. I can't spend time on my questions, but I certainly have follow-up questions. Mm -hmm. So, guess what we're saying is let fucking uh, Finn and Poe go on a space adventure with Luke's Force Ghost, and and maybe let them do a little kissy face. I don't know. Whatever, it doesn't fucking matter. It's just (laughs) fanfic. Pitch it. Um, Yeah, because again, I just don't. I just, I just think it's a mistake to wait. Like. We don't want to have to wait till we deep fake John Boyega into a past adventure. He's here now. And I do think you're right. There, you'd have to jump through some hoops to get him back on board. But you're Disney. You can. Rightfully so. <laughs> exactly. You're, yeah. you, you can afford to. Disney, you can afford to. Anyway, yeah. b- back to what we are getting. We're getting the Ahsoka show from John Favreau and Dave Filoni. And I'm going to be honest with you. That's probably interests me the least of because uh, uh, that I don't – no offense to – Rosario Dawson or any of the stuff there that shit interests me the least. I don't, I don't like, I don't like any of that. <laughs> um, wow, it feels like people are really excited for that. I'm, I'm surprised that you are that uninterested in it, but I actually don't have dissimilar. I'm interested because I love that actress, but 
I'm not like as interested as it seems the rest of the internet is. Yeah, it just feels like every time we do any of the, like when we went to the fucking where Luke's training Grogu, it's just a lot of the same force stuff, like self serious nonsense. Like, is that we're not saying anything? Like the the again, if we're gonna spend that time, we need to actually like invest in like what does the force actually mean to people? Do I don't like going back to Rogue One? We did a little bit of that with the people that the um, fuck, I'm ah, my brain's just fucking shorting out. The, the two guys that work, worshipped at the Force Temple, Donnie Yen, uh, uh, worshipped at the Force Temple, but like aren't Jedi, but they worship the Force. Oh, do that shit. What does that What does that mean? Let's like again. I whatever. Uh, uh, need to. I like we were just talking about. I would like them to just just a little bit more develop these concepts more instead of just throwing out more new stuff. Develop some of the concepts you have. I guess what we're trying to say is bring back Henry Cavill from Man of Steel 2. Exactly. What are we doing? What are we doing? What is he? Why, how does he feel about the Force? Star Wars, why haven't you tapped that yet? Uh, um, uh, I would watch Henry Cavill on a Star Wars, by the way. Um, uh, me, me too, because like, have you seen him? Mm-hmm. He's a handsome boy. He's a handsome boy. This one probably excites me the most. Uh, the Acolyte from Leslie Headland, who was the co-creator of um, Russian Doll. Why is this exciting you the most? Because it takes place during the the comics are doing this right now during the High Republic, so like a hundred years before, um, the prequel trilogy before Phantom Menace, and so before anything you've ever seen. Yeah, so like I know comics are fleshing out this time, but as somebody who's not reading the comics, this is completely new ground for me. Uh, I didn't watch Russian Doll, but I know it had a lot of like, a lot of love to it. Um, I feel like there's a lot of potential here to again do something different. And, and, and not, again, not necessarily different plants or different toys or whatever, different concepts, different ideas, different, different relationships. <laughs> mm-hmm. But any tie-ins? Mm-hmm. Are there any tie-ins, like any family names that will pop? Like, I, I don't know. I, feel like- I don't know. Mm-hmm. I know, I know um, Yoda does factor, because again, he's 900 years old. He does factor into the High Republic comics and books that they're doing. Um, other than that, I think it's kind of completely uncharted territory. Uh, so yes, please. And thank you. Uh, we're also getting a Lando show, which again, it, it is still unconfirmed whether that's Donald Glover's Lando, whether that's Billy D. D. Williams Lando. So is that true that we don't know if we do we don't... not know, we do not know which Lando is Landoing on the Lando show and that the Lando shows from Justin Simeon. So is there any way it's both? Uh, like if it's a flashback structure yeah. uh, i mean i love billy d williams i will say when we trot out these actors like they are it's the same thing with ghostbusters man like it was so cool to see the old actors in the costume but it's also they're so old and creaky and it's like we just we need guys we need to move we're getting to a point we need to move on we need to stop putting these septuagenarians and the costumes they wore when they were 30 <laughs> however there's nothing that i want to like i i love donald glover yes but I don't know that this is what I need him to spend all his time on right now. Oh, I need agreed. him just. I'm very excited for Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I would Which like is soon. Spend, I think it's the first week of March. Oh, fuck. God damn it. Something like that. Uh, so, that, you know, I like that energy. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe another album. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree but, with that. But this is cool. And I do love him. And if we could have some kind of flashbacks where they're both in it, that would be dope. I don't know what uh, what the show would be. Yeah, <laughs> good good question. Uh, and then lastly, obviously we're getting Mandalorian season three and Bad Batch season two. But lastly, we got Rangers of the New Republic, which is is as of this time on hold. 
and some of the proposed storylines uh, might be used in future seasons of Mandalorian, which I think is a nice way of saying this show is dead, dead, or dead as a doornail. <laughs> On hold, words you don't want to hear. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. We are not getting. Uh, we're on hold Rangers of the New Republic which obviously you know that brings up the Gina Carano of it all but I can't imagine they were banking a whole show off of Gina Carano off of all people she had to have been part of an ensemble on that show right there was no way she was going to be the fucking lead (laughs) regardless of Gina Carano's I'm going to for lack of a better word say antics yeah good uh, good good good. Yeah, yeah regardless of her antics just performance wise i don't think there's any way One, I don't think exactly right like like yeah. listen i like the caradoon on paper yeah I don't, uh, think, <laughs> I don't think there's any way that they were like mm-hmm. yeah we're gonna base a whole show around this person to the point where if she's not around we can't do it like there had to have been she can carry this yeah there had to be more going on than just that but whatever um let's end with a question from brenda from the discord in my, in my opinion, it seems like Star Wars is at its best when it's looking to new perspectives, Mando, Visions, even Rogue One, rather than establishing existing characters, uh, i.e. Boba Fett or Solo. What do you think Star Wars is at its best, and when do you, where do you hope they will go? So I think I have the opposite feeling on that, which I know is diff- everybody feels the way Brenda feels right now, which is like tread new ground, new yeah. territory. I love my original characters, so I like to do that. But tonally speaking, I feel like Star Wars is at its best when it's got soul, mm. when it when it has heart. Yeah, you know, at at its core, it's like kind of a family story uh, about siblings and uh, a a lack of uh, and parents and a, a lack thereof or. Uh, you know, connections that are lost and love and supporting each other. That's like obviously not what Star Wars, that's not how you would pitch Star Wars to somebody, Mm -hmm. but like those, all those things have soul, you know, Yoda as a character, like there's just so much soul there. There's so much wisdom and there's so much love and power. And so, and it's about good and evil. Yeah. And that inherently has soul. So I think that's when Star Wars is at its best when it's that, but it's also um, like, a little fun mm-hmm. uh and anything that has that i'm i'm down for it is i agree and we'll talk about this when we speak about the most recent episode of boba fett it is not cool when they retread the exact same storylines yeah like when they have the when i i don't love when even no matter who the characters are i don't love when we're treading the exact same storylines with some of our characters yeah. and i will get into that but I do, I do like some of our OGs. And also speaking of that, I think that's another reason why I liked Boba Fett is it, felt, it for me, for me, it was the first time in a long time with the Star Wars that I had fun watching it. Like it, it felt like the show was having fun. Like I know everybody's dunking on that weird spin move that the mod does. And it's like, yeah, that's Robert Rodriguez shit. I love that shit. It's, it's yeah. cool. It's, it's cool just because, why is it there? Because it's cool. Because Robert yeah. Rodriguez on the day thought it was cool and, and or the actor thought it was cool and they fucking did it. Yeah. Again, it's fun. Sometimes it's a good reason. Sometimes it's a fine reason for something. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's just like it's Star Wars. We're having fun. Either, either we need to spend more time to like deepen this world, or we need to have more fun with it. I mean, you know, or or ideally both. Um, so those are our thoughts on Star Wars, the state of Star Wars. Um, Roxy, where can the kids find you 
Everywhere at Roxy Stryer. Boom. Check that out. You can find me at DJ Talks Trash. You can find this show everywhere that matters uh, at Only Stupid Answers. But on Twitter. Ain't got the vowels from stupid. Please like, share, and give us five stars. And we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.